Hey, it's Dave from CheaperWineFighter.com again, and we have another wine. This time, a uh, Spanish wine, um, but a $10 Spanish wine, and Spanish wines are good for being $10 Spanish wines. If you go to the wine shop and, you know, if you have a, it has a decent section, there'll probably be more 90-point wines in the Spanish section between maybe 8 and 12 bucks than any other section. I mean, it's mostly Garnacha in that area. Tepanillo tends to cost a little bit more, but uh, you can get some of the world's finest Garnachas for not too much money. You can also spend some money on Garnacha, but the younger stuff, the you know, the more reasonably priced stuff is pretty much everything is as good from more or less the same vineyards, kind of. And this wine here we have today is about vineyards, and I'll get into that if I can remember the name of it. And it's the, uh, well, I'm going to say it in English, uh, it's, well, Cap uh, Project Garnacha Salve del Manqueo. It is called the Garnacha uh, Project um, for Wild Vineyards. I mean, it's, it, it's what they do is they go and they find um, areas where there had one point been a lot of um, vineyards planted, and now they're not anymore. The, a lot of the vineyards have been pulled up and put in different v- use. I think I butchered the name of it because even though I'm very fluent in Spanish, uh, those were the words I don't know. And um, and then they, they find these old vineyards and they put them back together again, which is like kind of a cool way. If you're looking to get an estate or something, you find. I mean, because these are not commercial vineyards. These are somebody owned some land and they were making money off it. And then Garnacha kind of fell out of favor or whatever. And they quit paying too much attention to it. And these people come in and they get it. And they're old vines for the most part. And they put them back together. It takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of hard work. But now they have these like these little jewels of vineyards. And they have a handful of them there. And this is the kind of the Crianza, which is... It's got five months of French oak, new oak. Uh, you know, it's, it's you know, in Spain, they have, depending on how much oak it is, it's what it's labeled. And I don't know if this is really actually a crianza, but it's not a, there's like no oak and there's a little bit of oak and five months, five months of um, new French oak barrels is pretty good for a wine that I found for $10. And it's, um, it's a Garnacha and it, and this label looks kind of like a little bit of a, um, a Pinot Noir label and the, the, um, a bottle. And the label has uh, a plant, and you get to see all the old vines. It's a drawing. It kind of reminds me of the movie Tremors, where the you know you can see underground kind of thing. But that's uh, with an earthworm from space were attacking people. But there are no earthworms from space in in this one. And you got a Garnacha, and like I said. If you want the best wines, a cheap wine finder rule was if you want the best red wines for the least amount of money, learn to like Garnacha. I can think of, I have three or four favorites from there. Um, but I'm talking about this one right now, the Project Garnacha wine. And it's a really pretty wine. It's um, it's dark red, but it's still see-through. It's one of those things that's, that's kind of cool about it. It's got a kind of nice, savory, ripe fruit nose. Uh, it's lighter in the palate than I expected. I was expecting it to be, you know, like kind of heavy, and it wasn't. I'm going to take a sip. But it's full of flavors and spices, and 
a little bit of herbs and some chocolate and there's a lot going on here. You know, it's it's um an expensive wine mainly cuz you know um the expensive Grenache, which is Garnacha is Spain, Grenache is France. The expensive wines, and, and you can get expensive. Uh, this is the Aragon region. It's northeast, kind of, but more inland in Spain, below the border of France. And a lot of the more expensive Grenache wines are from the Rhone Valley, like Chateau Neuf du Pop and, you know, some of the village wines there. For some reason, even though these two areas aren't that far apart, you know, um, you know, you, in the United States, we think nothing of driving that far, you know, but I think in Europe, they don't do that so much. Um, even though they're not that far apart, just the French Grenache just kind of gets more play with the, uh, the high rollers and this stuff, which is fine because it gives you some really nice little wines that don't cost a ton of money. And I'm drinking it and I'm sipping it and it's got nice acidity. It, it's not one of those lip smacking ones you want to take a sip one, uh, but it does taste good enough that you you plan on taking another sip, which I'm going to do again. Yeah, it's it, it's light up front. It's got a little more weight on the mid palate, which is kind of a nice um, nice nice effect. And it's actually you know when you get a ten dollar wine and it's got some play going on and it has something you can talk about how it tastes and it has like oh the mid palate because sometimes when I have to write about mid palate it's not that easy um, because most of the flavors are up front and I mean a good wine should have stages it should go through different flavor stages in your mouth and sometimes another sip will change it and yeah and, and if a wine's just simple and but tastes great you know and doesn't really go through any changes that's fine too especially if it doesn't cost a lot of money you get in your money's worth because you're getting an enjoyable wine. But when you get a wine that kind of goes through some changes, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's even better. It's, you know, if you're into wine a little bit, that's one of the things that, you know, make you excited. And this is, you know, wine from a lost vineyard. These guys, you know, they have a map and they have, a, I, on the website, I put uh, a link to um, their website and they they have this topographical picture where the, uh, all their vineyards are, and they have all these, they have different wines. Uh, this is, like I said, this is one of the younger Drink It Now wines. The other ones might be a little bit more substantial, but none of them get too crazy expensive. And it's good, and that's what Garnacha from Spain's all about. Ten bucks, and it's, it's, it's bang for the every single one of the ten bucks. And that's good. Um, it's me. Uh, you're still on lockdown, though. Up here in Chicago, it's gotten almost in the 70s, almost the 80s over the weekend. Everybody's out and about, but I'm glad to see that most people are wearing masks because I don't freak out so much. And they're still seeing me when I walk down the street and going out into the street, uh, which, you know, uh, you know, I'm not offended. I'm just like, good, get out of my way. Especially people with their dogs, because uh, since there hasn't been that many people out in the street, people haven't been as good cleaning up after their dogs as they should. It's pretty weird around here, but that's okay. And uh, traffic seems to be picking up a little bit. I don't know if it should. Uh, people are still passing away and people still still getting sick. And so I don't know, but uh, I guess I'm going to drink some wine tonight because, you know, what the heck? Um, writing wine reviews and doing wine podcasts means drinking wine and doing a little bit of that. And you don't think so much about the good and the bad and the people who are struggling right now and, uh, you know, 
our, our thoughts go out to everybody who is in need and everybody who's bored. So until the next time, we'll come up with something. I got a few things on my list. Uh, I went to the wine shop and got a couple of interesting wines that I'm looking forward to drinking. So adios. Uh, keep it cheap. Uh, be safe. Wear a mask. And I'll talk to everybody in a couple of days. Bye-bye. <music>